Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we're back to tell you about spooky things once again. That's right. Welcome to 2018, y'alls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice to see you here. Guide to the Unknown in a brand new year. Yeah. With a brand new style. Yes, that's right. Guys, we have new logos and stuff. And you're not going crazy. The theme song got is dropped down a... Yeah, it's dropped down a pitch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit darker and scarier. Yeah, something felt like slightly amiss about the theme song to us. Just like a little. Like something could be improved. Yeah. And William tooled around. We've made some alterations. Yes, we've made some alterations. And then William made... So William makes all these logos and everything, which is awesome to me. And um, we made the logo for the show originally before we ever recorded the show or anything. And it ended up being like a little... The logo was a little bit more dark and horror-y than we really are. We want something with a little bit more weird and energy. Yeah. So yeah. there's a little more mm-hmm. lightness, a little more energy. Yeah, because that's what... A little more fun. Yeah. Fun yeah. in the horror. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So now our logos belie that fun that's in right. horror. So yeah. if you go check us out on Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh, on any of your podcast apps, yeah. YouTube... Yeah, I'm pretty obsessed with it. We're going to update it 100% uh, uh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so enjoy that. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's jump right into it. Let's do it. Uh, Kristen, Jet. it's time... Cool. To get spooky. spooky. Let's get spooky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to flip a coin? Sure. Do you okay. have a coin? Uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. Heads or tails? Uh, tails. All right. I picked heads. Okay. So you go first. I'll go first. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows how that that's works. That's how we flip coins in the Rogers family. Yes. <laughs> Imaginary that's a, coins. That's a Rogers family flip, they call it. So, Kristen, mm-hmm. uh, what I have for you today is stupid. Great. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a monster that I've been curious about for a long time. Okay. Uh, back when Guide to the Unknown was just a twinkle in my own eye. Yeah. Uh-huh. Years ago, yeah. I had looked up this monster, seen its name on a screen, and uh-huh. thought, I'm going to have to look that up someday. Oh, great. And that day is today. Today. Kristen, uh, for damn near, what, 60 years? Yeah. About 60 years. There have been... Is that as long as you've been interested in this monster? <laughs> yeah, I'm a lot older <laughs> than you For damn near 60 years, I've been waiting <laughs> to talk about this. Uh, there have been sightings okay. of uh, creatures that appear to be about four feet tall, okay, which stand awkwardly mm-hmm. on their two webbed feet. No one knows what they want. No one knows how many of them there really are. I'm talking, of course, about the Loveland Frogman. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about this at all. This is a um a strange sort of uh, monster sighting. Uh-huh. You can think of it just like a a, a lame Bigfoot. Okay. Where there are there are like I think I can literally document for you every single sighting of the Loveland Frogman right cool. now. There are not many. Yeah. But it's Four. all people seeing this Frogman creature. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like they blink and it's gone. Huh. Although there is one very peculiar story of a uh, of an encounter. Ooh. With him. But so um, what it is? Yeah. It's in Loveland, Ohio. Okay. That seems to be its locale. That's where yeah. it lives. Yeah. It's where it's always they're, been sighted. They're native to that area. And it seems the legend first began uh-huh. in May of 1955. Though, okay. Don't touch me. Go ahead. Some people dispute which actual month it was seen in. Oh, boy. That's... If that's indicative of this story, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in big trouble. <laughs> the mystery is, was it May or April? Chris, this thing could have been June. I don't know what's going on out there. So, uh, the original legend, legend uh-huh. of the Loveland, yeah, 
says, A traveling salesman was driving late at night when he spotted three frog-like men standing on the side of the road beneath a bridge. <laughs> Wouldn't you just die? <laughs> it makes me wonder, though. Like, I kept reading it knowing that I was talking about literally a frog man. Right. Like, if you think of, like, Battletoads. Yeah. Or Battle almost toads. like Ninja Turtles, but frogs. Yeah. Like, that's what I've been picturing. But also, every time I read Ugly Frog Man, mm-hmm. I just think of somebody who looks kind of like me. Some kind of... <laughs> No, and they're you like, look. I saw a hideous toad man. He was disgusting. What about you? Looks like a toad or a frog. I don't know. It just sounds no, like an like, insult for an ugly man. It does. It'd be like um Umbridge from Harry Potter. Yes, yeah. toad like. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. you're exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the businessman watched as the figures conversed for a while. That's what it says. He just stood there watching these frogmen talk to each other. <laughs> Each with leathery skin and a frog-like face. This does sound like it's just describing ugly people. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Although, here you go. They had webbed hands and feet. Okay, there it is. And deep wrinkles in their heads. (laughs) Ooh. Then, one of the creatures held a wand over its head, firing a spray of sparks. That's awesome. Was this a late night coming home from something? I'm thinking maybe a few cocktails. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? We're talking about the 50s, a traveling yeah. salesman? Yeah, exactly. What was he up to? Yeah, he just had a business meeting with a couple of business martinis or I whatever. I just got to, I need more merchandise. Yeah. I just need more of the merchandise. <laughs> the salesman fled the scene. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, if, but like that's one of those things where it's like, you know, you think about the idea of there being... Uh, humanoid, yeah, animal hybrid thing, yeah, right. Like I'm sure that there are legends about every conceivable a mole man. I'm sure. Yeah. I bet there's an actual mole man legend. Yeah. It was half man, half mole. But maybe we'll find out. Peeping at you in the dark. <laughs> are there crocodiles? Are you there? I just can't see you very well. I'm a mole man. <laughs> are there like crocodile? people legends probably probably yeah yeah i mean there are legends about crocodiles that have grown to gargantuan size like in, in the sewers of new york like in rampage oh that's right yeah yeah yeah. that's right i forgot that that's the thing or in rampage that movie which i will never see ever ever you couldn't pay me i can't believe they turned that campy video game about humans yes. that turn into giant animals and destroy a city into a uh, very Transformers-ish, kind of upsetting movie about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It looks like such a bummer. It's all about animals upset. who like don't understand what's happened to them yeah. being like shot by humans and stuff. Yeah. They, they don't mean to be destroying the city. They don't have like a bad motive, I bet. They just got yeah, they're aren't just they just scared like, roided up. They're, yeah, it's like it's up. so upsetting. They're scared and angry. Ugh. So Rampage now the movie. Dwayne the I Rock said that Johnson. To Ryan, like it seems like it'd be such a fun movie. It's like, oh, Rampage, that video game would be some goofy thing. Yeah. It's like no. yeah, like a bleak horror movie. Or the, not, um, not horror movie, action movie. The Rock is friends with a gorilla <laughs> that he does sign language with to talk to him. Yeah, named Fred. Uh George. Oh, okay. Nice try. Thanks. Although that was like a Weasley thing. You went to the other <laughs> oh, tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh he gets exposed to some sort of a toxic, I don't know, vapor. <laughs> That yeah. makes him grow in size and in anger. His anger grows. Yes. And it's really sad. He's, he's like, like <laughs> yeah, he's like scratching himself and made me tear up a little bit. And the rock's going, you're scared. I know. I know. <laughs> and doing sign language at him. And then he talks to a scientist and he goes, tell me what's happening to my friend. I know. And then I, Seems I was a bit too far. I was glad that that happened because it took me back. Yeah. Where you're like, well, I was like, oh, too far. Tell me what's happening to my best friend. <laughs> 
my friend. Like, yeah, like maybe you would become – maybe Jane Goodall would say she became friends with uh, those gorillas. But it's weird yeah. for her to be like, I'll be visiting my friends. You don't What's say What's happening it. to my friends? You don't say What like did that. you just, just say about like, my friend? It's just like so transparently yeah. like, I don't know, to make The Rock a good guy who's connected to him. Nobody would say that. It, it's enough for him to just be like a kind-hearted What's happening to George? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And What's wanting to happening protect to him. my monkey? Because he runs a habitat yeah. or something. He wants them all to yeah. be okay. Yeah. I um, love The Rock. I do too. That's like a perfect trailer though, I think. I think if I never saw another frame of For Rampage, Rampage, I think that's a perfectly made trailer. Why? They they use... It turned us off completely from wanting to see it. No way. That's a perfect trailer. They play... You want to um, see that? No. I'm telling you, the okay. trailer is exactly enough. I don't need well, anything else. But then, for their purposes, that is not perfect because you shouldn't feel that way. A trailer is yeah. a commercial to go see the movie. I guess, but uh, it's got Henry Dean Morgan. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Who is from said, Walking Dead? It's yes. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes, it's Harry Dean Stanton. Yes. Okay. And I said Henry. Yeah. yeah. But so <laughs> Jeffrey Dean. Morgan. Morgan. It is. It, that is right. That is right. Okay. Yeah. Who's on Walking Dead playing mm-hmm. Negan right now, who's mm-hmm. like a very sort of Cajun being like, guess what I just did, Rick? I rolled in here and I killed half your men. Do you watch Walking Dead? I've I'm watched surprised a lot of clips even... on YouTube because I like him. I love him. I like him a lot. Yeah. And so he's he in the trailer is going, like, he's going like, what? You didn't know about the 20 foot yeah, long he's, wolf? He's such a good bad guy. He's such a good bad guy. Yeah. And then The Rock's like, you shouldn't put that monkey on that plane. <laughs> and there's a shot of Jeffrey Dean Morgan going, I have a feeling we'll be all right. And it's just this like shit eating grin of yeah. like, you're an idiot and I'm in charge here that like works so well. Yeah, totally. And then they play. Uh, despite all oh, my rage, so... I'm still just riding. Up, despite all my rage, yeah, but it's rage. like a weird remix, and it it's... goes like go 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 with the bullets of guns. It's yeah. perfect. It's like if if they uh, put that trailer in a time capsule, yeah. people will dig it up in a hundred years and be like, "This is exactly what movies were like in the 2010s." <laughs> This trailer is the perfect 2010s movie I'm trailer. I'm still not understanding what you think is perfect about it. You just really enjoy it? I really enjoy it, and okay. I feel like it's it's like a very cartoony uh, distillation of uh-huh. what all of our trailers are like. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. They yeah. play Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. And then it goes like, going to bring it to you. Sha-na-na-na-na-na. Go-go-go-go-go-go. Oh, yeah. Bullets. Right. Knees. Knees. Now that's the perfect trailer. You take old music. And you time it with bullets from guns. Yep. Yeah, well, true. But also, um, that song doesn't really work for it besides just tonally because it's, it's an aggro song. Yeah. Um, bullet with butterfly wings. Because the rats aren't in the cages. So that bugged me when it came on. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in well, a cage. I guess they are out there, baby. They're out of it, but that's why they're... they're I guess, you know Despite what? No, because they're, still, they're still under the thumb of somebody who's trying to control them to study them. To dissect mm, them. Mm, that's true. You know? Yeah, you make a good point. They deserve to rampage. Oh, they completely Gorillas deserve, deserve to, rampage. to rampage through the streets. No, we should not yeah. have messed with them like oh, that. Oh, yeah. 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 Negan needs to watch it. He does. Um, did you see that I first episode? <laughs> it, does... it says that on Walking Dead. I don't watch it, but Ryan watches it. Um, did you see that first episode that he's in where he like messes everybody up? Yes, and I did not like that it. That was disgusting. Disturbing. Like I don't like that show. Uh, I don't either. I mean, I tried to watch it and I just didn't get into it. I don't even know if Ryan really likes that much anymore. I think he's just kind of in it. I think he yeah. said it's not that good now. But um, 
I was paying attention-ish when that one episode was on because Ryan and I were staying at a friend's beach house. And so we're just like hanging out together. And he was like, it was the premiere that night. And it was like a big deal. It was yeah. like at the height of it. And he was like, do you mind if I watch this? Because it's going to be spoiled and everything. I was like, yeah, it's fine. So I was just like on my phone while it was on. And I just was looking over. I'd be like, oh my God, what is this show? Like I saw when like that guy's eye was bulging oh, out or yeah. something. Oh my god, it was so upsetting. And then the Talking Dead was on after, and everyone was just like shell shocked. They were just like, "Wow, well, yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's not a oh, fun it was show. Horrible." And like, he's gonna make a kid like cut his dad's arm off or something. I don't remember. Oh, I don't even know about that. I, I think he's the only good thing to come out of that show from my perspective mm-hmm. at all. I think that yeah. show is boring. I watched the first four episodes and I wasn't interested. Yeah, I, I like either. zombies. Yeah, like me I'm too. interested in zombie stories. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're telling the most generic possible zombie story. I don't even remember what I thought about it. I just, yeah. I just wasn't anyway. At least now they have some guy that's just kind of like, what are we going to do next? The char- and it's kind of exciting. The <laughs> charisma coming off that guy yes. is ridiculous. Absolutely. I love to watch him on things. He's, yeah. he's the dad on uh, Supernatural. I know, but he left after like an episode or something. Oh, really? I, won't go I, back. I'm still like not far in it at all. I've still only seen like five episodes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, all right. he's a, he hasn't even really showed up, shown up yet. He was in like a flashback or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's, he's like barely in that show. I don't know if that's true because I know a girl who's like super duper into Supernatural and she like went to a con that was in New Jersey. It was like yeah. a Supernatural con and he was there. So I'd be surprised if he's like that iconic and integral to the show and was like not in it at all. I rem- I could be wrong. I remember them being like, yeah, we'd love to have – if Jeffrey Dean Morgan has availability, we'd oh. love to have him back on the show. And he's been like, yeah, I'd love to be back on your show. <laughs> maybe, but maybe I, just- think, I think it's more like, you know – because he's a beloved character on that show. He can be like, yeah, oh, yeah. if only I could. But I'll go to this convention and sign autographs for like $40 a picture, you know? Or maybe he really likes Jensen Ackles and Jared blah, 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 blah and wanted to hang out with them at a convention. Yeah, I guess his character is a big enough deal to the plot that even if he's not around, it's still like, yeah, it's the dad. Right, Because yeah, they're like searching for the dad or something. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyway. So um, back to the Loveland frog. Because yeah. mm-hmm. remember, there's <laughs> a frog man. Yeah. <laughs> Despite all my rage, <laughs> I'm still just a frog in a pond. <laughs> <laughs> well, Poor frog never gets to act on his rage. Just a happy little froggy. I just, I guess, have to stay around a lily pad. So uh, the original legend was from 1955, uh-huh. and it's a frequently disputed story. There okay. are like multiple versions of that story. Yeah. However, then we get into documented sightings. Okay. But our story jumps almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, March 1972. Okay. All right. At 1 a.m., uh-huh. Loveland officer Ray Shockey was patrolling Riverside Drive near Totes Boot Factory. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like from last week. Check out the, the boot factory. Over and out. It's Toad's Boot Factory? Totes. T-O-T-E-S. Oh, I thought it was T-O-A-D. <laughs> and I was about to say that that's like last week with the whole omen thing. Like he looked up and it was like O-M-M-E-N was on the um, road sign. There was a 666. I was like, maybe this stuff is just getting in your head. Or it's like a were-frog. <laughs> it's a man who turns into a frog some nights and they're like, Mr. Toad who runs Toad's Boot Factory? Yeah. It couldn't be him. He's like, no, I'm not the frog man. You're looking in the wrong place, my dear officer. <laughs> <laughs> He eats a fly off the wall, yeah. and, the, and the, the cop only sees it out of the corner of his eye, <laughs> and he doubts himself. Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> so Officer Shockey uh-huh. is patrolling when an unidentified animal scurries across the road in front of his vehicle. Huh. 
The animal was fully illuminated in the car's headlights. Officer Shockey described the beast as three to four feet tall, perhaps 50 to 75 pounds Ooh, with leathery fellow. skin. Yeah. He reported the animal, quote, crouched like a frog. <laughs> don't you think you'd be able to just be like, don't think ah, it looked like a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I don't a frog would scurry. Scurrying around? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, if a frog had wings, like, it wouldn't thwap, bump his ass thwap, when he <laughs> You know that? Yeah, I know oh, that. I should say I learned English from the Police Academy movies. Name the movie. No one got the other one right, by the way. My body is a roadmap of pain. Oh, did anybody guess and it yes. wasn't right? Yes. Okay. Some people guessed Hellraiser. It's from the Frighteners. Oh, that's right. I did see that. With that's, Michael J. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so anyway, now tell us what uh, if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he hops. <laughs> What's that from? Aside from the Police Academy movies. Uh, <laughs> is that actually in the Police Academy? Okay, okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this thing was crouched like a frog yeah. before it momentarily stood to climb over a guardrail to get to the river. <laughs> all right? All right, all right. So now Shockey's telling this story all over yeah. the place. People are familiar with it. Yeah. But no other sightings until two weeks later. Oh. When now Officer Mark Matthews reported seeing an unidentified animal lying on the road in the same vicinity as where Officer Shockey was citing. Uh, it's unusual that the, the, these are cops um, reporting it. You yeah, know? yeah, it is huh. weird. Weird. You know, you think that when you hear some random sighting from some of that, yeah. like, well, there I was just poking the the ground with the stick at 3 a.m. and I yeah. saw the beast. Right. Then I saw the brute. You're like, well, you know, how reliable is this guy? What's he yeah. doing in the woods at 3 a.m.? Uh-huh. But a cop, you're like, huh. no, you know what? They need to be reliable. Like, right. Maybe this it does lend it some, some credibility. Science fact. Yeah. So um, Matthews approached the beast, uh-huh. which appeared to be hurt. Oh. Suddenly it lurched upward and into a crouched position. Oh my Startled, Officer Matthews <laughs> shot the animal dead. Oh, okay. So where's the mystery? And put the body in the trunk of his car. To show Officer Shockey. Okay. I won't interrupt. Go ahead. The thing was half dead anyway when I shot it. He's quoted as saying. Uh Uh-huh. It's a quote from him. I'm sure sure he speaks better than that. (laughs) Maybe not. According to Matthews, Officer Shockey confirmed the dead creature was, in fact, the same beast he had seen low those two weeks before. Okay. Matthews relived his story Uh and told it. To an author writing a book about urban legends. Uh-huh. Uh, it was evidently published and told the story of these two brave officers and the time they encountered the Loveland Frog. Also, well, additionally, w- okay. uh, the guy who was writing that book of urban legends yeah. conveniently left out the part where they found out it was an iguana uh, oh with, my God. with no tail. Um, and they think that maybe it got loose. Or that it got too big and somebody let it go free. What? What? Yeah. It was Iguanas get that big? Evidently. Yikes. That's scary. It's a big iguana. Yeah. That's like yeah. a dragon. What? You didn't hear about the 50-foot iguana? <laughs> <laughs> Spot on my rage. Okay. We're going to get demonetized because yeah. I'm singing that song so well. They're oh, my think, God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Then I'm really smashing pumpkins. <laughs> um. All right. It's so a mystery solved, basically, right? Well, what? well, okay, is it, okay. Who's to say, you tell me. The story then faded into you know lore and myth, right? Because they found I don't know even why <laughs> it was lore because well, it sounds like it was an iguana. Just because they saw an iguana doesn't mean the real guy's uh, not out there. 
right? So right. in August 2016. Aren't those two of the three sightings of the Loveland frog or whatever? Yeah. And two out of three said that it was an iguana. Kristen. So there's just the one guy who said that he saw two frogmen talking on the corner and one like what lifted its hat and sparks shot out or something. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I think he tipped his hat and sparks shot out at the top of his head. That's no more ridiculous than what they say actually happened, which is that oh, one wand. of the frogmen yeah. held a wand over his head and shot sparks. That's right. Is so insane. I think that's where we started going off on a tangent because I was saying, you know, like I'm sure there are a million really funny. stories about human animal hybrid creatures. Yeah. But they don't then have an additional apparatus yeah, where it's that's... like, why does he need a wand? You're really gilding the lily. What is he then? Like, right. is he. What is a magician frog? Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I really like this. Although that's starting to sound like what is it, like Franklin Frog or whatever from the CW from Looney oh, it's Tunes? Like, was it like Phineas T. Frog or yeah, something? Or something with his yeah. top hat. Yeah. And he has that cane. Oh, Does yeah, he have that's a magician's right. baton that he twirls? No, I, no, he dances, so he has a cane because, Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. He's the lovely frog. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be some sort of like racist caricature? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now, I think he's doing a dance that's not cool. So now we jump to August 2016. Yeah. Kristen. Oh, yeah. I just barely over that. a year yeah. ago. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, a local Cincinnati TV station, actually many Cincinnati uh-huh. TV stations, reported that, quote, a night of fun turned into a chilling tale of horror. Sweet. When two teenagers playing Pokemon Go claimed to see a giant frog near a lake. It reportedly stood up and walked on its hind legs. Here's an actual quote from a boy named Jacob or Uh something. We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual giant frog. Now, there is a frog Pokemon. Yeah. Water type. Powerful stuff. (laughs) I took a couple of pictures and a video because I'd never seen one that big. Wow. Now, I've seen the pictures. Boy. Kristen, I've seen yeah. the pictures. Yeah. Chilled me to my very core. Oh, my God. Almost like you were an amphibian with cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it turned me into a frog, man, just looking at it. <laughs> but only for a minute. I blinked and I was back to normal. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's a blurry thing. and it, It's like eyes kind of glow in the dark. I'll, I'll embed the video this in fun. this video somewhere yeah. if you guys want to watch on YouTube. <laughs> And you can see the the, video, the the pictures and stuff in the YouTube version as well. Otherwise, just Google it. The headline on Snopes, <laughs> so funny. Uh, which confirmed that this story at least was reported, yeah. was Loveland Frogman Spotted Again. And then I love this subtitle, this subheadline or whatever. The man who shot and killed a mysterious and legendary creature called the Loveland Frogman in 1972 says, that's impossible. Which may, implies that, like, that cop that shot that iguana yeah. is saying, it couldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Could I, it? I killed him 40 right. years ago. Right. Like, the Loveland Frog existed, but I dispatched him. Yeah. How could he be back? <laughs> I love this. It isn't real. <laughs> this can't be happening. Everything just starts spinning around this guy when he hears the story. Everything is, he's just unmoored. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> All right, and the final thing I have, believe yeah. it or not, the story is already done on the Loveland Frog. I'm not kidding. No, I've been looking surprised. forward to this for like a year and a half. Yeah. Are you disappointed? A little bit. I thought there would be more to it because the way that I saw – because, well, the fact of the matter is 
in my free time, I tend to sometimes just look up monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this show wasn't born for no reason. Yeah. yeah. The the Loveland Frog. Yeah. AKA Loveland Frogman. Yeah. Came up in my research so many times. I've never heard but of it's it before. So nothing. Yeah. So nothing. Sometimes these things are. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it. I I'm still, happy I really to report like it, it yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the final thing that I have. Yeah. There was a science fiction novel called The Man from Primrose Lane. Ooh. All right. Uh huh. This is on All the right. Frogman Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know if it should be. I don't know why this makes me. It's. I don't know why it makes me laugh. I don't know Go if ahead. it should be on the Wikipedia page for Frogman. Okay. <laughs> I actually have kind of a similar thing in mind where I'm like, this isn't really it, but it comes up constantly. Yeah. Okay. Um, author James Renner uh-huh. says that what Frogmen James actually Renner. are, not James Remar. Wait, who? Oh, I know who James. James Renner sounds familiar though. Go ahead. Uh, says that all Frogmen are actually humans that have traveled back in time. Wow. Now, Kristen, the reason why a human, you know, you or I traveling sure. back in time would turn us into a frogman uh-huh. is because when you travel back in time, you get covered. Let me finish this before yeah, you yeah, say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you travel back in time, you get covered in a layer of feces during years of hibernation. And the reason you walk all weird like a frogman is because your muscles have atrophied. <laughs> now, I think that that would just mean you'd look like a dirty human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who am I to say that James Renner is wrong? <laughs> Maybe getting covered in feces for years wow. turns you into a frogman. Oops, sorry. Pretty um, cool. <laughs> pretty cool book. Very cool. The, the, the man from Primrose Lane. <laughs> A nude frogman covered in feces. <laughs> and then I fell in love with the man from Primrose Lane. Okay. So- Wash me! <laughs> Please help me. Um, the reason I reacted like that, and I was I was right, that guy James Renner wrote a nonfiction book about um, the case of Maura Murray, which is a really, really famous missing persons case. Oh. And he has theories that um, the family was very unhappy with and seem inaccurate. Oh, so really? He, yeah, he seems like kind of like a weird, like, cr- uh, crackpot's not quite the right word, but like a weird dude. And I imagine if the family was looking into him and they saw that, they're just like, see? I told you he was guy. weird. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, weird. Yeah. Wow, you just knew that off the top of your head? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I watched a um, like a documentary about um, that not that long ago, and he was in it. Yeah, yeah, huh? Interesting. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, that is the story. Cool. Of the Loveland Frog, cool. aka the Loveland Frog Man, which may in fact be three frog men <laughs> who are just standing around talking on the side of the road. <laughs> what are they up to? What is their motivation? If they're, they're just, just like, what do you want to do next? <laughs> <laughs> What do you have to later? That's probably what's so funny. It seems like a very they're benign thing. They don't seem like they're trying to hurt anybody. Yeah. They're just... Hey, oh, there's yeah. a guy over there. Yeah. Hi, yeah. yeah except for... <laughs> sparks. Just shoot sparks up in the air. Yeah. That's amazing. Good stuff. Okay. So mine this week is, I guess you would say, like a category of ghost Ooh. Um, called Women in White. Or sometimes they're called like the white ladies, but I'm going to refer to them as women in white because that just sounds like white ladies, I, like the race white people. I almost picked one of these. I really? Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there one called La yes, Yorana? Yes. I almost picked and that. And that's exactly what I was about to say. It's n- She's not really a, a woman in white. She's more of a weeping woman. 
Oh, okay. Um, but it, she's always getting lumped in with the women in white for some reason. So I okay, guess she yeah. kind of is. But things that I read, she would come up, but they'd be like, actually, she's more like this. Yeah. And I'm like, so then why did you include her? Right. But I figured I would mention who she is or else people would say to us, like, oh, why didn't you include La Urena? And I think that that's why these things typically end up on mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Because popularly, yes. somebody might have been like, well, you didn't talk about the man from Primrose Lane. Yeah. Like, well, that's because I don't really consider that to be a frogman adjacent story but because everybody thinks it is we may as well put it in there yeah to satisfy everyone yeah Yeah. it's exactly that okay so women in white are these ghosts who show up and they're women wearing long white dresses um they almost always have a backstory that revolves around the loss of a child or children Hmm. and or the betrayal of a lover oh Mm -hmm. yes um they're almost always like on roads like hitchhiker themed or they just appear in the middle of the road so a lot of the stories are just kind of like not super duper interesting it'll just be like yeah if you drive down highway 529 at night all of a sudden there'll be a woman in white who appears in the middle of the road and you drive through her like mm-hmm. a lot of them are just like that it's yeah. like if you drive past the spot you see a woman in white so i chose some of them that i thought were the most interesting to go through um and so let's see Oh, so first I'm going to tell you the exceptions to those things. Because oh, okay. the ones I'm going to go through are kind of like road-based, like typical stuff. But there are some exceptions to the rule. And um, women in white are like an international phenomenon. Phenomena. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Um, sometimes they're vengeful. But a lot of times they're just kind of residual hauntings. Like they're just kind of like playing through the stuff that happened to them in life. Yeah. Which is always their morning stuff. Nobody's ever playing through the time that they went to like a really sweet concert. It's always just like somebody walking around just kind of like yeah, you know, it's, searching for their lost child or whatever. I love ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that it seems like there are sort of half-baked rules for how certain ghosts yeah. are made. I love that. I love yeah. the idea that the trauma of whatever happened to these women Mm -hmm. is something that gets somehow recorded in space and time. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, and then it just plays on a loop and they're just playing that out. It's fascinating. It's so scary. It's like uh, in uh, Star Wars when Leia records herself going, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and R2-D2 can like play that and it's a little Uh hologram on a table. Uh It's as if there's just like a hologram of this moment of suffering playing at these certain like latitude, longitude mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. if you happen to be there, you're going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going to stumble into this play that's happening without you. Yeah. it would. Yeah. Maybe it would be happening anyway. Yeah. Maybe, you know, like if a tree falls in the forest, it make a that... sound. Maybe if there's no one around, there's still someone being like, you have to help me, my baby, and running away. But there's just no one there and no one sees it and it's not recorded. That's freaky because I was going to say, I would think that it would be just kind of like happening without anybody. But I wasn't thinking about the interaction part of it. Right. Yeah. So like then you're saying that it could just line up perfectly every once in a while where there is somebody driving by right at the right time where they're like, my baby. Yeah. And it, ooh, yeah, maybe yeah. it's freaky. I, I, I love ghosts. Yeah. They, yeah. Very me upsetting. Too. Me too. It's also weird that there are like recipes for how to make them. That feels like uh, what, do you mean? what I'm saying of like, if this happened to a woman uh-huh. and it happened on the side of the road, oh. bam, you're going to end up being one of these women in white. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a question about whether they wore white or if that's just an interpretation in the afterlife. Or if it's just, yeah, I know. I guess, is every ghost a blah, blah, blah in white? Because we think of ghosts as being wispy white smoke. Well, they're wearing white dresses, literally. Oh, The women okay. in white. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe if there are ghosts and stuff, mm-hmm. and if it is this certain stimuli that turns you into a woman in white, mm-hmm. maybe there's like this weird, like, you know, law of the universe about like 
they are innocents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who have been, this has been done to them. So therefore they wear white, a, exactly. a sort of weird ancient sign of, of purity and goodness. That's exactly what I was thinking is that it's kind of like a symbolic thing. Yeah. But sometimes they're not innocent. Like sometimes like the thing with the dead children stuff is that like, a lot of the stories are where they want to marry this guy and she already has kids and he doesn't want kids. So she drowned her kids. Oh. You know what I mean? So they're not always like innocent. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So that's where it loses that thread of like white symbolizing purity or right. whatever. That's always applied. Yeah. So regardless. I, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Are there stories about people being like, I'm going to make a bunch of ghosts. Like I know how to make a bunch of people into this kind of ghost. I think we that talked sounds, about it with banshees a little bit. That sounds kind of familiar to me. Didn't we say something about banshees where there would be somebody being like, I'm going to take all these old wash women <laughs> and torture and kill them. So they'll come back as banshees. I don't know why it would be I advantageous. Yeah. You'd have to come up with a cool story of why it's advantageous to turn somebody into this specific kind of ghost. Right. But the fact that like it seems like you could just manufacture this set of circumstances. Yeah. Bam, you got yourself that... a white woman. I know. That does. A woman in white. Right. <laughs> um, that does sound familiar. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look yeah. it up. Manipulating the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or manipulating the living to make them become a certain kind of dead that you're it's looking for. That is interesting. It's a cool idea if it's not already a thing. Okay. So in German and Dutch folklore, they have women in white and they kind of, they're not exactly the same sort of thing where it's a woman on the side of the road, but it's still a cool thing that's in the realm of the spooky. So I thought I would mention it. Oh, the realm of the spooky is a yeah. better name than Guide to the Unknown. Oh, man. <laughs> realm of the spooky. The realm of the spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, crap. Too late. Yeah. Oh, well. And we just redid our logos. Ah. Uh. Why us? <laughs> okay. So, it's interesting. In German folklore, these women that I'm about to mention were actually meant to be known as wise women, but then a Dutch translation translated it wrong into white women, oh. and so they became, became commonly known as white women. And um, these are nice. So they're described as beautiful and enchanted creatures who appear at noon and can be seen sitting in the sunshine, brushing their hair or bathing in a brook. How nice does that sound? That is nice. They may be guarding treasure or haunting castles, but I think in a nice way. Okay. They entreat mortals to break their spell, but this is always unsuccessful. Now, the Dutch version of white women, which does mean white women, they are mean. Um, They are... So they're actually kind of similar to banshees, and they also um, are kind of like in the witch category somewhat okay. in the Netherlands. Um, so they are understood as malevolent beings, and they abduct or switch newborns, abduct women, and punish people who have treated them badly. As benevolent beings uh, – oh, yeah, so sometimes they can be nice. They may aid in childbirth or offer good advice. So they're like doulas. Wow. Um and wake up in the middle of the night and there's a ghost just being like (laughs) and push yeah Yeah. just being like you know if you just do a seven minute workout a day you get a sick burn you feel better and it's really easy to do like thanks for the advice (laughs) wait what does that have to do with birthing newborns no you just offering good advice yeah just good advice just wake up and they're like yeah hey put all your money in uh (laughs) friendster it's uh coming back it's coming back (laughs) that's bad advice it's coming back big Maybe they're right. <laughs> that could be. Okay, so, and then to get to La Urena before I move into the traditional roadside women in white. So, um, La Urena is a story that's in, um, 
it became popular in North and South America, and it's often linked to Hispanic cultures of all sorts. They have kind of like different versions of the story. Okay. Um, sometimes they're just little details that have changed. But basically, um, a woman drowned her kids to be with a man that she loved. And then when he was like, uh, no, no, thanks anyway, she drowned herself. Oh. So then when God. she got to the pearly gates, she wasn't allowed to go into heaven because she had drowned her children. And then she's forced to wander the earth for all eternity to search for her murdered offspring. And her constant weeping is what gives her the name La Urena because it means weeping woman. Oh um, and so in some versions, she will kidnap, kidnap wandering children who resemble her own or children who disobey their parents. Um, people who claim to have seen her say she only appears at night near rivers or lakes in Mexico. Some say that those who hear her weeping are marked for death. So again, a little bit of a banshee thing. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit like you got a curse. Yeah. And it's not your own fault. Like you might just be trying to find your beach ball. Oh, don't. And then you hear some weeping and you're like, oh, oh no, 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 that's all you're reading. You're right. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now here is a, a hodgepodge of more traditional roadside women in white that I find interesting. Real quick. Yes. You think that parents go like, you be good, or I'm going to leave you on the side of the road for La Urena. Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, like uh, you're friends with Witchy Mambo. Yeah, Witchy Mambo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have friends. I love Witchy Mambo. used to tell their kids, be good, or I'm going to leave you on the side of the road for witchy mambo. I yet. love that so much. I think it's so funny. Witchy mambo. It's so witchy. Good. Even witchy. I know. But why mambo? I'm going to have to find it's out. So funny. I'm going to have to find out if there's more to the story there. <laughs> or it was just like a thing that came out and then they were like, yeah, it worked, I guess. Damn it, kids. We're going to this <laughs> nation's capital. You'll be gone. Yeah, or witchy mambo. the side of the road for witchy mambo. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, okay. The birthplace of our nation. Yeah. All right, this one I just mentioned because I thought that this was like the most mid-1800s thing ever. This is a story from Madisonville, Louisiana called The Silk Lady, and she just haunts a road. There's no need to go into the whole thing, basically. But I thought that it was not funny, obviously tragic, but a very 1800s way to die was that she was riding down an old logging trail when a snake spooked her horse. (laughs) Wow. That's not good. Um, and so people the final have... final words were, my horse! <laughs> so people have reported a woman dressed in a wispy, silky dress, gliding with her feet not touching the ground. Do you think it was valuable to find a brave horse? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, want a, I want a wise, brave horse. Yes. <laughs> One who is not easily yes. spooked. Exactly. Same. You don't want a horse that's easily spooked. I lost my sister to a spooked horse. <laughs> Um, this one, this seems like it's a pretty, a pretty famous one. Um, I found a lot about this one when I was Googling and everything, but, um, there wasn't a whole lot in just the Wikipedia page. And I decided to keep it brief since there were so many that I had thought had cool stories. Yeah. A lot of these, I'm basically going to skip the main thing where it's just like, yeah, she lives on the side of the road. There's usually like a funny detail that I like in a lot of these. Okay. Okay. So there's a scary person named the lady of white rock Lake who is described as wearing a water soaked 1930s evening dress who appears at night along the side of a drive. And and they say that um, – wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, okay. So she asks to be taken to her home in Dallas. She's hitchhiking before disappearing in the car, leaving behind a waterlogged car seat. Oh. So she leaves a soggy car seat in her wake. I, that's a gross way to say that. But I, it's scary in concept. But oh, that's it's totally like, scary. It's just kind of a weird description to be like, she leaves a soggy car seat behind. <laughs> it makes it 
like I feel like what that really means is not saying she leaves the car seat soggy. Yeah. It's as if she was in the back of the car and then you look back and there's another car seat on the car seat. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I just thought it was funny. There was like a puddle or like a soaked car seat. <laughs> it's just funny. Like she turns into a soggy car seat yeah. and disappears. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, but like it is scary to be like, she was here, I swear. And you yeah. turn around and there's just like water. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost acting like ectoplasm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. So I thought it was both sweet and funny. Yeah. Um, then in Germany, there is a legend of a, a, a white lady who was a prince's wife. And then when the prince ran away, she took a wandering minstrel as a lover. Look, haven't we all been there? Wow. <laughs> um, the prince returned unexpectedly, caught the two lovers, and drowned the minstrel in the moat. He then took his wife and encased her behind a wall in his manor with some food and water so that she wouldn't cheat on him again as he returned to the fighting. Yeah, that'll do it. What? There's got to be a better way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not like cask of a Montillado, this person. That just kills um, her, doesn't it? What? There was food and water back there, William. Why does she even have to be behind the wall then? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Like, let's assume or, you're, you're good or just don't give her food and water because she's behind a wall. Like, it sounds, you know, it sounds like yeah. she's inside the wall. So then, you know, she died back there. Um, her spirit now haunts the manor. And when the manor was renovated, the new owners had his builder had his builders tear down the wall behind which she was immured. Oof. The next day, the worker who tore down the wall was working on the roof of the manor when he fell, broke his back and died. The manor is called House Ursel. What, say that again. House Ursel. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> um, That's awesome. That has like yeah. King Tut type vibes. Ooh, yeah. Like you disturb my tomb. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. You're right. Also a little bit of like a baby duck. Like how a baby duck immediately imprints on like the first thing it sees. It's like, mama. Like I feel like somebody cracked oh, open that tomb. I forgot it does that. That's so cute. And it's like they cracked open the tomb. She's like, you. You. Yeah, yeah. that is sweet. Um, okay, so here's a cool legend of a lady in white from Malta. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So the white lady of Medina was killed by her lover after she was forced to marry another man. Many have claimed to see her spirit always after eight o'clock in the evening. She usually appears to children under eight years old, heartbroken teenage boys and elder elderly men, maybe 80. Why is she obsessed with eight? Yeah, that's weird. Um, while she tells the children goodnight and bids them to return home, she advises the teenagers to find another or join her and become part of her shadow, her ghostly followers. She also attempts to lure elderly men into her shadow. Isn't that cool? The young and the old. Yeah. What's with Pretty that? much of all ages, really. It seems just like weird preteens she doesn't like. It's either young children, teens, or old men. No, you said, didn't you say tw- heartbroken 12-year-olds? Uh... Right? Heartbroken seems, teenagers. Heartbroken teenagers. Eight-year-olds, teenagers, or old men. Eight-year-olds, teenagers, or old men. So it seems like basically if you're under 18 mm-hmm. or over 65 or something. Yeah. Like that feels weird. Those are like the edges of life. Yes. Beginning or end of life, you can see yeah. this ghost. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, the main, I mean, that is kind of how they say that we kind of like teach ourselves or like, you know, skeptical ourselves out of seeing those things because right. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I guess when you're really young, you don't know that it doesn't make sense. So you're not kind of shutting off that possibility to yourself. Maybe when you're a little bit older, perhaps the veil thins. Yeah. Wait, what movie is it where there's a baby that can see a ghost? <laughs> there's a there's a movie where there's like uh i think the movie is about the ghost Uh and he's like oh the baby can see me yeah and then like as the baby's growing up he like stops believing 
and so stop seeing the oh, ghost. Oh, man. The ghost is like, now it is ringing a bell. bell. Yeah. What the hell is that? Oh, crap. I don't know. Whatever. Either all way, right. that yeah. sounds like the same thing. I yeah. love that's a weird idea. Yeah. That like we all used to see ghosts and then we trick ourselves out of it. I kind of believe that. You believe we can see ghosts? I I think I believe that in the sense of of a lot of like supernatural or mystical things. I think that we do kind of close ourselves off to it because it doesn't make logical sense. But what if but you are accepting of it, right? What do you mean? Like you want to be able to see this stuff if you could. Yeah. So aren't mm-hmm. you more open? Yeah. So then why aren't you able to I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not like all the way open. Consciously it doesn't it doesn't make sense on a very subconscious primal level we mm-hmm. don't allow ourselves to be that open maybe not open enough yeah you i don't know. want to consciously mm-hmm. but maybe subconsciously yes. we share an instinct that tells us do not be open mm-hmm. maybe do not allow or yourself just, to see. well maybe maybe for like a self-preservation thing yeah. or just that it's just because you know you you grow up to which is right by the way i'm not saying it's a bad thing but you grow up to like believe the things you can see you know what i mean it's just kind of like well i i can't prove that so why would i believe that you know yeah i guess but then it's also like what are, what are the ghosts doing around here i don't know you know like is abe lincoln just being like i've been dead for oh, so I, long i mean i really don't know i can't I, do anything and no one can see i don't know me. if it's everybody I don't, I don't necessarily think that they're every single creature ever is just hanging out around here i, I don't so know any more cool speeches to give <laughs> yeah. but they can't hear me you guys are gonna love them <laughs> um okay and so then this is the the last one and this has a cool visual that people at home will have to look up you would believe what happened five score and eight years <laughs> ago <laughs> he's hyping up his next speech yeah <laughs> if only more people can hear me <laughs> Won't you open your hearts and minds to me? I was going to say what happened seven score and four years ago. (laughs) But no one listened. (laughs) All right. So this is the White Lady of Rochester, New York. Okay. Um, She's also known as the Lady of the Lake. And she haunts a park there because it said in the 19th century, her daughter asked if she could go out in in the area of the park. I don't think it was the park then. Maybe it was. Who knows? Winter Park's, you know, whatever. Uh, And never came back. And depending on the story, she was either killed by a boyfriend or like a gang of hoodlums or something. That's Mm -hmm. literally what it said was hoodlums. Yeah. Um, And so the White Lady of Rochester is either seen rising from the water of the lake in that park um, or with two spectral spectral dogs roaming the park looking for her daughter. Um, And then this is really cool. This happened like kind of recently. So wind ripped up a part of a tree and it looks like a lady kind of like in it, it does kind of look like it okay. so people are like oh my god the lady in white is back because it's in that park okay so it's like her coming through weird um oh i thought i had it pulled up here maybe i was looking up james renner over it um yeah it's totally sweet looking if you google lady in white rochester it'll come up and william will put it up on the screen yeah i'll have it up on the youtube version yeah yeah um and so the references in pop culture for the lady in white are super there's an episode of supernatural i think it was the first one um where there's a lady in white slash like weeping woman where it's that story it's like she got rejected by a guy or something. So she drowned her kids in like a fit of madness. And then when she came out of the madness and realized, Oh, is that her? Yeah. It was that her boyfriend or husband or something cheated on her. She drowned her kids. Cause she's like, you know, went nuts, 
came out of it, realized what she did, it, and then she threw her she threw herself off a bridge. Mm. So then she's on this road that that people drive by, and she gets in cars with guys, gets them to make out with her, and then that's proving that all men are cheaters, and she kills them. Oh God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Um, the uh, the grudge, I guess, is kind of about a lady cheater, in white cheater pumpkin eater, and then she kills them. <laughs> exactly. Talks her head. Um. The grudge, I guess, is kind of a lady in white yeah, kind of a situation. Bit. Yeah. And then here's a fun Sadako? one. Sadako? No. Kayako. Sweet. Okay, and here's a fun one to end on. Um, there's a white lady parodied in Scary Movie 2 who's the wife of Hugh Kane, the ghost, and upon her murder, she also haunts the mansion. She kills Professor Old Man, Tim Curry, but in a comic twist, she is seduced by Shorty and ends up his girlfriend. Yeah, he makes her wear a bag over her head because she's scary looking. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Great. There you go. <laughs> so that's it. Um, the idea of women killing their kids by drowning them yeah. is like really, really common in pop culture. Yes. I'm seeing it a million mm-hmm. places, mm-hmm. and it's always terrifying. It's obviously yeah. happened in real life a mm-hmm. lot. Um, one of the things that this makes me think of, not mm-hmm. the drowning aspect, but the like woman on the side of the road thing, yeah. in the, the movie Zodiac, mm-hmm. David Fincher's Zodiac, about the Zodiac killer, there's yeah. a scene where um, a woman... Her car breaks down, mm-hmm. and oh. the Zodiac picks her up. Yeah. He sabotaged her car. Mm-hmm. Sabotaged. Yeah. <laughs> she gets in his car with her baby. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, I didn't realize you had a baby. She goes, yeah, I hope that's okay. Ugh. And he's like, yeah, not Her's a problem. gut-wrenching. She gets in the car, and they start driving off. Mm-hmm. And he's being really quiet and weird. Yeah. He drives past the gas station that she thought that he would drop her off at. Mm-hmm. And she goes, we just passed that. And he goes, there's a better one. Yeah. She's like, oh. Like, I know something's wrong here. It's quiet. She's getting more and more afraid. And then just after a beat of silence, he goes, before I kill you, I'm going to throw your baby out the window. Oh, it's awful. And she just stares at him stunned. Yeah. And then it cuts to another car driving up the road. And just in the light of their headlights, Mm -hmm. you see the woman who's all now suddenly scraped up. Yeah. Her clothes are ripped, running onto the road, screaming. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. It happened. He threw yeah. the baby out the window. She jumped out after the baby yeah. or something, and she's screaming for the car to stop. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out she jumped out of the car with her baby to yeah. save them both yeah. and barely got away. Yeah. And it feels exactly like that, uh-huh. except I guess it happened in real life, too. Uh-huh. But it's one of those things that Ugh. like it's so frightening. If you've ever driven in the middle of nowhere at yeah. night. yeah. And all you can see is what your headlights will show mm-hmm. you for like 30 feet. Oh, whatever. yeah. You know, farmland with no streetlights. I don't know how that's legal. <laughs> it's really, yeah. It's so dangerous. It is dangerous. It's like that by Ryan's dad's house. It was like that in Reading, yep. uh, where we grew up, and I went there for like a yoga retreat a couple months ago. It's so dark and dangerous. I both am terrified by it mm. and I love it. Same. There's something Same. that's weirdly thrilling yes. about only being able to see like an inch in front of your nose. Yes, but basically. very like you get used to it. It's funny, I got used to it in like two days or, yeah. or by the next day i mean like when i first got there i was like really white knuckling i mean when i went to visit reading where we grew up yeah and then by the next day i was like driving yeah. fine the idea of suddenly turning and seeing a person oh my god i know in that light especially one who's like screaming and yeah. running toward you is yeah. so like it makes your blood run cold oh completely terrifying i've completely. heard weirdly enough is stupid but yeah. i've heard it that if you go to like Amish country, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. God, because you'll be driving your car and then you'll just see somebody like in a field, yeah, 
turn and look at you. Yeah. It's just like some Amish guy who's walking that in somewhere. That is freaky. But like they don't have – there's no lights there. They don't have phones. Yeah. So like they're not illuminated in any way, shape or form. God. So you do just turn and then there's like a guy in your head like, yeah. like what the – what's going on? Standing in a cornfield. And it makes perfect sense to them. But I guess it's totally. really scary for like tourists. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. <sighs> All right, guys. Plus they don't have Wi-Fi. Right. What could be scarier than that? (laughs) (laughs) All All right, right. guys. Well, thank you for joining us. There you go. Follow us on all social media. We're at GTTU pod on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group. You guys can join. You can also donate to the show on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash GTTU pod. That's right. On your smartphone, you can Mm -hmm. also just download the Patreon app. Yep. Look up GTTU pod to back us. Yeah. Uh, It helps us out. You contribute Mm -hmm. monthly, whatever you're comfortable with giving mm-hmm. uh we could really use the support yeah and thank you so much to yes. the people who have joined already yeah uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast app mm-hmm. uh, most specifically apple Podcasts, itunes yeah uh please consider giving us a five star rating yes please uh it's very important in the podcast world mm-hmm. to have as many ratings as possible so if you haven't done it yet please consider doing it uh our visibility on search engines mm-hmm. improves the more ratings we have, especially if yeah. we get a bunch all at once. Oh, that'd be awesome. So for real, if you guys enjoy this show, please uh, consider spending the next five minutes writing a review. Yeah, I really appreciate it. If you're watching the show on YouTube, mm-hmm. what you can do is hit the thumbs up button, mm-hmm. hit the subscribe button yep. so that you never miss another video from this yeah. channel. Uh, and of course, no matter where you're listening or watching, mm-hmm. please share, share, yes. share, please, please, please. That's probably the most important thing that, yeah. uh, I could even throw out there. Yeah. Uh, the reviews are awesome. They make mm-hmm. our day when we read them. Mm-hmm. I love seeing new subscribers, but it's so important that this show is able to grow and yeah. change and reach new people. Uh, I think it's a really fun show. Mm-hmm. I have a great time doing it. Me too. Um, but it doesn't really work unless we yeah, know unless... that we have a, a, a base out there of people right. that are excited about what we're doing. Right. Uh, you feed us, like when they clap yeah. for Tinkerbell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Or for Lady Gaga. Yeah, is that... She... It was a thing. She died on stage and she made him clap? Yeah. That sounds horrible. I know. It, was, it wasn't a great era. We should do an episode all about... Uh, somebody reminded Gaga. me about Sasha Fierce the other day. <laughs> we should do an episode about um, when like pop stars develop like a dark an evil alter ego. side of themselves. I'll talk about Chris Gaines. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there is something that's actually like some dark myth- mythology about him, that I might be a funnier there is. thing. Yeah. 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 yeah we whatever. can look. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's us. Yep. Thank you so much. If you want to reach out to us individually, mm-hmm. of course you can. We're all over Instagram and yep. Twitter. Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen. I'm at Haunted Sponge. We will see you next week for another terrifying episode of Guide to the Unknown. That's right. But until then, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Good night. Good night.